Hey folks, Chris McLean back with yet another episode. And on the show today, I have the wonderful Sonia Pototsky Raymond, also known as Sonia the Search Queen. She's the founder of The Marketing Republic. They're a trusted Google partner nationwide agency focused on getting clients' businesses found on Google by their ideal client for the problems that they solve. And she successfully generated over $95 million in sales for her clients since her business started less than three years ago. Sonia holds both an honors degree and a master's in marketing. Just why not? Uh, she's been in the global marketing and advertising industry for the last 16 years. And she's worked on some of the world's leading brands such as Guinness, Jamison, Nestle, L'Oreal, and Special K, to name a few. Those clients sound like a uh, good Saturday night uh, party at home. Bit of Nestle, <laughs> bit of cookies. The Jamison. <laughs> I know, <laughs> nice yeah, all, all the alcoholic beverages as well. Well, <laughs> being <yeah>. Irish, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Got to have a bit of Jamison and Guinness in there. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. Welcome on the show. Thanks, Thanks so much for, for having me. By. Thank you so no, much for, for for the opportunity. It's lovely to be here and hanging with you today, Chris. Yeah, so you've obviously got a long history in marketing and advertising and, and all that good stuff. How did you become the search queen? How did you create that moniker? Or was that, was that a moniker you created or was that bestowed upon you? Um, how did the whole search queen and marketing republic come about? Yeah. Um, yeah, it actually was bestowed upon me, the search queen, um, interestingly enough. <laughs> so um, I worked at probably three or four different agencies here in Australia focused on digital. So right. when it came to um, digital and the reason why I ended up running my own show was because I worked for agencies and I enjoyed the job, but I didn't enjoy who I worked for and my standards were incredibly high. So I found I was incredibly frustrated because my expectations weren't being met from an employer. So um, when I was at one specific agency over here, I had managed over 300 clients on my own without any support. And very much within that agency, I was kind of like people were saying, oh, Sonia is just the search queen or Sonia's on fire and stuff like that. So it's kind of something that was bestowed upon me. And then how the business actually came about was I pretty much found myself in a situation of working for three different agencies and very similar um, experience with all three of them. And I just said to myself, I was like, oh, if I'm not going to be happy working for anybody else, I might as well just do it myself. But the minute I actually made that decision in my mind, like less than, I think a week later, I had like 10 clients approach me in the one week that just wanted to work with me and me only, um, saying that, you know, they haven't had the results that they've had since I was working on their accounts. And would I just manage them? And please, can I set up my own show? So that was obviously very early stages of me thinking about it. And that kind of yeah. forced me to take the plunge. And... Yeah. Yeah, so the business started with 10 clients that I had previously worked with at other agencies. Um, and they just, yeah, and it, it was born from there. But yeah, it's gone from strength to strength. The first year yeah, of my age, sorry. <laughs> well, sorry, I think there's a bit of yeah, a so, so it's, Yeah, it sounds like it's gone from strength, strength to strength and massive growth yeah. in a few years. Yeah, no, it has. It has indeed. But interestingly enough as well, Chris, um, I'm not sure if I've shared this with you, but in my first year of business, I was working from home. I was living the loving the laptop lifestyle and all of that, the lovely things that come with being self-employed for the first time, working from home and 
all that but um for the first year I was very much under the radar and I was just wanted to match my income um, and work for myself wanted I didn't know if I was even going to grow the business um so I was very much under the radar not sure if I was doing it and obviously when you first set up a business there's always that fear of failure fear of judgment putting yourself out there and then when I saw the results that my clients were getting I was just like oh you know it's not about me I need to get over myself so that's when I started driving the business so it's I'm really only out in the limelight about two years now so it's not very long time at all Mm. yeah yeah it's a nice switch when you realize that it's it's incumbent upon you to help other businesses right when you genuinely go holy shit like I'm actually helping these people. I'm helping them generate serious and and from from your results, serious results and serious growth in their business. Serious results is yeah, exactly right. Yeah, hundred percent. And I honestly have a massive passion for. Obviously, I'm Mm. doing what I'm doing, but like Google, like I absolutely like adore what I do. You know, I Mm. wholeheartedly believe in everything that I do as well. Like, and there's no everything that I do follows values of trust, respect, loyalty, and integrity. And I think mm. within my industry, it can be very easy to get away with not doing the right thing. So yeah. I educate um, business owners on uh, the traps that most businesses fall into. I educate them that through my content, as well as, you know, making sure campaigns are optimized. I show clients how to check change history. So I literally unveil all of the secrets so that people can yeah, make right. more empowered decisions. Yeah. yeah. I've seen yeah. so many horror stories. Um, mm-hmm. and it really hurts my heart to see it because yeah. it gives me a bad name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Mm. So what, what is it about, where did the love affair with Google begin and what, why, what is it about search for you? Why is that the thing that you just went, that is my, that's my thing, that's my jam? Yeah, because I'll tell you, when I was working at my first agency here in Perth, <clears throat> um, what happened for me was I was trying in the deep end and I didn't really understand the, the processes within the business. So I kind of had to teach myself on what actually I needed to do in order to get a result for a client, um, especially in the Australia market, because I did it back in Ireland, but very heavily here in Australia. So I kind of am self-taught in a way. And I realized that throughout my time of managing over 300 clients at once without any help, needed to find some sort of what it took to get the client the results and also maintain the relationship so the clients that I had worked with I kind of just put myself aside and put the business aside and and actually put myself in the business owner's shoes and I my secret sauce is actually setting up campaigns around the problems that um, that business solves rather than the technical terms so a lot of um, the, the issues that happen with Google Ads campaigns, especially or SEO campaigns, they're set up too technically. Um, so their ideal client doesn't know that technical language. So coaching that business owner out to think like how their end user is looking for their business. So think about their customer avatar and the problem that they need solving. And then what I realized is when I was at that agency, every time a client wanted to leave, the agency would hand me another client to try and turn it around to keep the retention up. So I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of where my my magic formula was born. Like I have a knack for managing relationships and um, like it, it, to, to me, I feel like you need to enjoy who you work with and yeah. it's kind of having the right ideal client that you work with, but you actually care so much about it. They can feel that, you know what I mean? And then 
when it came to yeah. search, it was more of a case of seeing their businesses transform. And the fact of the matter is there's no hiding place if you know where to look. So me knowing that I'm accounting for something, but it's trackable and it's transparent and it actually translates to real results like that is the name of the game. Like that falls back to me as a person of the values that I hold within my personal life. So it was kind of just a natural progression and in terms of the level of reporting that you can show and the things that you can track and transparency and honesty and all of that. It was just one of those things that lights me up the most. Like what gets me going is every Monday when I check, I check every single one of my clients' results every single Monday. Um, because I have a team of account management as well, but I oversee absolutely everything. So checking the results and seeing the results go through the roof gives me goosebumps. That gives me more goosebumps than the money going into my account. Um, so yeah, so I just believe I'm on purpose. And yeah, I really feel like my sole purpose is life is to help businesses grow on Google. And I think I've the timing of how everything's come about, it's been really great because, you know, there's so much uncertainty on it in the world but when you're very clear on your mission and your purpose people gravitate to that um yeah. so when it came to google what i do know is that so many business owners find it completely overwhelming so they don't bother or they've been burnt before in the past so they blame mm. google that google doesn't work yeah. so i needed to okay humanize me as a person which is why i have my personal brand sonia the search queen so humanize mm. google um so that people know that they can come to trust me that they can come to me because they can trust me and I can answer and break down in the language that they understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a very common thread in, I mm. see agencies that are you know, sustainable and successful where they actually genuinely care about their customers and mm. they actually care about the results that they, that they generate. I mean, 100%. Which, it's funny to say that that's a, a point of difference in the market, mm. but um, it, it can is. be and you, you sort of say <laughs> it can be a there are a lot of you know cowboys and that's as, as a mm. blanket term particularly in digital marketing and i've said many many times on the show um yeah. that the, the barrier to entry is so low so yes. it's and clients don't have that information clients don't know what digital no. marketing is they don't no. understand google it's all this weird internet thing and they, they don't mm -hmm. know what it is so it's very easy for someone to step in and go, hey, I'm going to run some ads for you, pay me two grand a month and I'll give you some sort of result and then either just take their money for a year and not actually generate anything for them or yes. lead them down oh. the garden path. And, mm -hmm. so and that's very me, easy. that makes me so angry because yeah. it's in where I come from in Ireland, like our, our work ethic is like your job is nearly more important than your family. So like, mm. you know, seeing people get away with that, that just makes my blood boil because in, in where I come from, I see that as a form of stealing because you're not actually yeah. doing the work. Mm. You're charging a retainer, but not actually delivering on your promise. So you wouldn't hold on to a salesperson without them delivering a result. But again, mm. you, you assume that they're doing the right thing. And I see it time and time again. I've looked at one campaign in particular and, for three years, they paid a management fee of um, for over three years cumulatively one hundred ten thousand dollars, and there was no work done on the campaign. It wasn't touched in three years. Wow! Wow! Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's it sounds insane, with. but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure all of the digital agencies watching um, watching this episode could go, yeah, they've probably heard a similar story. Hopefully, yeah. some on somebody else's side of things. Mm. But yeah, it, it certainly happens, and even if like an untouched account in three years is that that's pretty next level. But yeah, yeah, even people that can go out and get clients and do the sales thing and onboard clients and then 
not mm. actually be that interested in generating a, a significant ROI, understanding that business, yeah. or as you said, looking at it from what problems is this client actually solving for their customers, and mm-hmm. then how. And that's obviously when you understand that and come from that perspective, you're going to generate better results in that campaign, right? Because that is that's yeah. what we do as marketers. We solve problems, we fix challenges. Yes, um, absolutely. Do you absolutely. you meant you mentioned that in the in the bigger agencies that it was very kind of terminology focused or that was that in yeah. the sales process or was that also in the in the in the ads themselves, in the campaigns in the themselves? themselves were too technical, so that's why they didn't mm. work. And then There'd be no surprise then why a client wouldn't, wouldn't want to stay around if they're not getting a result, you know what I mean? But you mm. as a marketer, you're a field of, like, I don't get threatened by clients. Like, I don't feel intimidated by clients. I'm I'm the expert. They've come to me, so I'll coach mm. out of them what I need, you know what I mean? But client yeah. retention is a huge thing for me. Like, within three years, we actually haven't even lost a single client because I've always yeah, right. been attached to the, the result because if we get them mm. a result, they never want to leave rather than the financial outcome, you know what I mean? But again, we don't accept every client either. Um, I think the better the fit, the better the result, you know? So I didn't set up my business to just work with anyone. And I think it's it's important Mm. to be selective, especially in the industry, because there are a lot of people that would barely say no, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another another commonality. You say yes just to get clients on, even if maybe you can't. Yeah. deliver as good a result in that domain um maybe you don't really run facebook ads but someone wants it so you onboard them and figure it out or white label some stuff out or kind of do it there's that as well but also personality types as well like Mm. to me sometimes Mm. like i'm when i have some clients i'm like oh they'll probably cost more money than they're worth so they're long term they're not actually actually going to not be any benefit to us they're going to be so demanding Mm. so Mm. we'd rather work with people on a three-month basis first and see if they're the right fit for long-term and then work yeah. long-term because the better the fit, the better the results and the better the retention, you know? Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, the thing that, that that's a super, super important point as well. And mm. I think that comes back to you. You're, you're clearly very, very aligned with your vision, your values, your mission. That's sort of, that feels like those values are, like you can reel them off, you know what those are. The, yeah. do, you, do those become uh basically a, a decision matrix right they become a yes. decision making tool to say 100%. okay he, here's a project here's a client here's a personality yeah. type do they fit my mm-hmm. value system if they do great i know i can i'm, I'm going to resonate mm-hmm. the the energy is going to be better the vibe's going to mm-hmm. be there so mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a better engagement a better working environment a better relationship yeah. versus 100%. i could i could shoehorn who i am into a client that yeah. doesn't fit but then i'm going to feel Mm-hmm. not as not as in touch right not as aligned um, 100%. Which, which makes you start to feel off as the as the business owner right you 100%. That, that's when you that, that yeah, you want to enjoy who you work with you want to enjoy who you work with but equally i think mm. it's important that my staff also enjoy the clients because mm. i was that person with 300 clients and some of them were nightmares but understandably so they were nightmares mm. but some were crazy people like you know <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like how did these ever become a client do you know and sometimes you just can't help mm. those people so yeah i just think it's knowing your worth and knowing that i never set up my business mm. to work for crazy people you know it's yeah. a two-way relationship and i'm mm. not in it for getting rich quick like it's like this is a long-term strategy and my reputation yeah. is everything because i know how quickly it can be taken away from you when you do the wrong thing you know yeah so yeah yeah, yeah reputation's massive 
and that mm. that's what's going to give you sustainable work right and the people that you work with are going to refer you business that that word of mouth that social cachet mm-hmm. that that social value is going to be like and literally your your personal brand is you know that, yeah. that's a big brand to step into that search queen that's <laughs> that's something significant that if you tarnish that if you yes. you know yes that's something yes. sacred yes. right and you want to maintain your your reputation by doing right by people 100% yeah and again like it comes back to the values even our staff like in the interview process like if they don't mirror our mm-hmm. values they don't become staff if our clients don't mirror the values mm-hmm. they don't become staff and it's mm-hmm. that's just it's it's just a better working environment all around because yeah. it definitely impacts culture you know yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. how, how do you is that sort of a is that systematic is that a have you literally built that into like an onboarding form or is that more a feel you sit with someone and you, you get a vibe, you get an energy. How, how do you manage that? Um, that, that I'm really thing? good at reading people, like mm-hmm. really, really good. Like, so I'm great at like, I've always had that gift, but I think that mm-hmm. also comes mm-hmm. back to my, um, when I was in sales as well, like I was always able to read energy. So when I can pick up on vibes and I'm like, mm, long-term and then like you're listening to, what their results are and if the way it's about even how they communicate it's every single aspect of communication I can sum that up pretty quickly and it's a gut feel and my intu- intuition is never wrong so I kind of sometimes if I'm not sure about a client I'll be like okay yeah let's just see how they go for the first month and then I'll reassess next month and see where we're at you know but if they're the type of client that oh I'm paying you money you know, like, and they're demanding, 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 but it's been very clear about what the expectations are, then that's when I would make the call, you know, but it is very intuitive. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. Again, though, with every decision that I've made in the business, it's been very in tune. Like I've done mm. quite a lot of work, personal development work on myself and my intuition is very, very strong. Um, mm. Mm. And yeah, I think that that is basically what work. It's not necessarily them filling out a form, but it's more... I can have a feel, look at their website and look at like their, their budget. And then I can have a look at their past experiences with marketing mm. and they can tell me about that. And, you know, it's kind of overall the sense of the person that I get, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But I'm the same like that. Even in my personal life, I'm very selective who I become mm. friends with. Like you are the someone yeah, right. you spend time with. So the clients mm. are the same. <laughs> yeah. It's a relationship, right? So it's someone yeah. you're going to, and it's a business relationship, which is, kind of a different beast again because there's money there's exchange there's value there's there's a a different different level it's a different type of relationship and because that money is involved it it can go pear-shaped a lot faster or a lot worse than a a personal relationship sometimes so and and the thing is when you do the writing by the client that comes in first say seo google ads then they want you to do build a new website want you to be their coach want you to do social Mm. media ads want you to do design want you to do email marketing so it's not just like Mm. bringing them in for that retainer it's all the bells yeah. and whistles on top, so upselling the yeah. account, so the average value increases, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're mm. building that lifetime value. 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you sound, you've actually, you kind of got a, you've got that intuitive sort of empathetic part of that process, but then it sounds like you're also kind of backfilling that with very clear uh, enrollment process, onboarding process. So, so if we, we test out for three months, we test out for a month, there's a, you're also setting very clear expectations around what that engagement looks like yeah. for the client. And that, yeah. that that's a major piece as well, I find, that having that, the clearer the rules and the clearer the boundaries, the mm-hmm. more you 
you get rid of shitty clients. When you have less of that, when you don't have boundaries, when you don't correctly set expectations, mm. that can be where clients tend to, they, it's like there's, it's like a shift in the trust. Like they don't yeah. feel like they can trust you because they're, they're not confident that you've got this. Yeah. Because there's, there's the no more real, you the more you, the more you tighten it up, the more you restrict yeah. it, you actually yeah. create freedom in the, in the direction of a better that's engagement. Is, yeah. That's what you found. That's exactly how I run. Like, so I'm like, yeah. So in the first month, this is what you expect. And second month, this is what you're saying. Like, so I'm constantly mm. communicating and I'll make that very clear in the first time they, they work with us. Then the first mm. meeting in terms of the first results, but we also are automating that whole process um, as well for new clients where they're going to get an email once a week telling them what we've worked on each week. So it stops them the need to be like, oh, God, they're paying out another direct debit but our reports next week, but they may have forgot what we've said to them in person, yeah. even though you might have said it yeah. three or four times, and you mm. put in an email. It's important to communicate in the first three months of any relationship with a client, I found, is the more they know about what you're working on, the less likely they are to not create problems, I suppose, but be a bit more difficult or be yeah. a bit demanding or manage expectations is the core of what – the, the the results and the relationship in the first three months so it's always a yeah. very delicate balance you know and sometimes like i've just had a client yesterday um that went in and onto their google ads campaign and he's like a, a control freak and literally i told him two weeks ago like don't touch your google ads campaign he put in a keyword or something like that and then he i think he did something on his campaign last week and then i've noticed the drop in in the results the last few days <laughs> i had to take up the call i'm like yeah so you've been touching the Google Ads campaign. He's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, yeah, you have. I can see. I can see exactly what you're watching. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. And I'm like, I've told you. You keep it up now. I'm going to have to fire you. Because like, you're not, I can't be held accountable for the results if you're going to make this so much more harder than it needs to be. And he's like, okay, fine. <laughs> I promise I'm going to more. You have those kinds of um, mm. banter. Like, but this specific guy, I couldn't have a phone conversation with him. Like I rang him in Melbourne and I was like, are you free to on FaceTime? And he's like, yeah, okay. And then I, because I know I wouldn't have the same interaction with him on the phone. So I was like, yeah, right. come here now, buddy. Hype down. Stop touching your Google Ads campaign. And he's like, all right, okay. So, but he loves being put in place, in his place as well at the same time, you know. So it's boundaries mm. and respect. And I don't step on your toes when you do your business. So don't step on mine, you know. So this is, yeah. this is your job. This is my job. If you want to do it yourself, go do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why you're paying me, right? You're paying me money to do this so you don't have to. And you want results, so let mm. me get them for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 such a fascinating um, it it might be like for general people out there, or mm. I think maybe for us as marketers, because we've been in this thing for so long, we assume that everyone understands what marketing is, right? But mm. for, for most businesses out there, it's like this weird black box. This is yeah. like they, I put money into marketing and then something comes out the other end somehow and they don't yeah. really know what that is. So oh, the more, so like what you're saying, you're, you're giving more access to understanding what that black box is um, mm. to a degree of, you know, you're enlightening yeah. them about what actually happens and what the process is and what the expectations should be. I yeah. think that's really important to, you know, to remove mm. that, that fear or just to understand, okay, this isn't this weird magical thing that's happening that there's a process that's systematic this is what's yeah. going to happen and kind of removing that stigma of throwing money at something and maybe something yeah. comes out the back end which... the thing is you need to educate them like so for me mm. and my team like every time we have a client report we go back at every single month and we're like okay so what's your understanding of seo 
um, you're trying to get me on page one of Google. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> let's just stop now for a second. That's the end goal. But we need to remember it's a long-term process. It can take anything up for 12 months. I can't guarantee your results. This is deliverables mm-hmm. that we need to achieve. You know, so we go and we bring them along that journey every single month. So mm-hmm. then they know the difference and they can see the value and their expectations are managed. And then with Google Ads, it's like, okay, here's all the conversions this month. This is, and, and then we have clients whereby we have done SEO and Google Ads together when they first started working with us. And now we've mm-hmm. had to turn off the Google Ads campaign because they can't keep up with the results. But they understand the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I love that you're making that coaching, education, training aspect in as well. So the the client actually becomes more educated over time as well. Yeah, hundred percent. You just want to getting results. You don't want to be um, regarded as another person that you have to pay a bill to. It's so much more than that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's a really, really, really important balance. I think is that. educating them at least a little bit so again it's not a black box anymore it's okay at least i kind of have a a bit of a grasp on what this is and what's happening and what's going on enough that i could tell my superior or i could tell the board or i could tell my partner what i'm doing at work like that we're using this agency to do this marketing stuff and you've kind of at least got a conversational idea of what it is even just that level of, of education can really help somebody to again not get involved because they trust that you're you know, you're educating them right so mm-hmm. you're the educator you're the expert you're the authority mm. um, 100 and you've hit a very important point there as well because like what i have found in my experience is half the time business owners don't ask questions because they're afraid of looking um incompetent mm. or like mm. they think that they should know digital marketing and the, and the mm. reality is they didn't set up their business to be a digital marketer. They've set up their business to be, say, luxury home builders or like mm. bankers or whatever, financial planners. You know, that was their area of focus. Yeah. So mm. there's almost this shame because they don't understand the world of digital marketing. But like the more you ask the questions, like the more your whoever you have as a resource should be educating you because you should know where your money's going. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's a really important point, I reckon. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that's a, a yeah a very very key insight. Glad mm. that you picked that up and, and run with that a bit. I think that's that's the super important part is the client wants to feel. It just comes back to human care, right? Do you actually give a shit about your client? And if you yeah. do, you want them to feel confident. You want them to yeah. feel capable. <laughs> you want them to be able to have a conversation with someone and say, "Yeah, we're doing great on SEO because we've." our keyword rankings gone up five spots this month yeah right yeah if yeah. they can understand that at least they now they're confident they've learned something and yeah that it's again positioning you as that authority the, they only need to know the stuff that they need to know in order to get the results so like they don't need mm. to know all the technical seo work that we implement on the site yeah they just need to know what they need to approve when they need to come back to us by and why you know what i mean so mm. it's like mm. part of seo is an implementation so taking along that journey is is key but um, I do find that some people are just very confused when it comes to the world of SEO because they're like very much, oh, yeah, you know, we have done SEO, so we put up a blog of content, but SEO is such a very loose term in our industry and there mm-hmm. is so many ways on how not to do it. And unfortunately, <laughs> all the clients that end up with me mm-hmm. have been the ones of how not to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But white hat SEO strategy is, is what um, SEO should be following. So on page, off page yeah. and technical SEO you know, so like educating them on why it's like the, the management fee mm. for SEO isn't 
it's not a cheap campaign it's a long-term strategy but in the grand scheme of things it is cheaper in the long run if you have the patience mm. and wait on the outset you know as in watching yeah. the results implement approve implement you know as, as in making those recommendations and then implementing um because mm. yeah because in the long haul like i have like a lot of my my clients are luxury home builders and you know they get a lead and it converts to a client like you're looking at like a million dollars you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah it's it, like it uh, but again when it comes to seo you don't pay obviously per click whereas with google ads you do but mm. you have that balance where google ads is more expensive but short term whereas seo is long term but can look expensive but not really just have mm. to have that mm. trust and invest um to see the result yeah 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 and yeah, exactly like you've been saying have that engagement have that relationship with the client to at least explain that because right? mm -hmm. that that's that when they don't get that and they, they see they go to facebook and an ad pops up and says i'll get you 30 leads for a hundred dollars and page one of google they're like well why isn't sonia getting me on page one for hundred dollars i'm paying her all this money and i'm not on page one yet because that stuff exists right and if you're not if they the client sees that the client sees that yeah. stuff and like well they, they don't recognize that that's probably yep. a scam <laughs> it's not yep. not reality it's a marketing tactic or so and, how, yeah and how i like i'm just i'm like, obviously can't wait to respond to that <laughs> <laughs> yes, so it. like guaranteeing first page but i have to say this openly guaranteeing first page presence to any client if any business ever says that to a client run for the hills because they mm. can't even guarantee you that like Google can't even guarantee it. So I don't, they're lying, Fairbase, bareface lie to you to get the sale. Nobody yeah. can guarantee, like that's the goal. But the thing is, is ranking for page one of like this keyword, you're, people are getting very hung up on keywords. It's about mm. a whole holistic approach. If your website isn't satisfied and user journey experience or the page experience update as well, you're never gonna rank because you haven't figured out, okay, how does the end user actually go on my site? Like do I have enough conversion points on my site? Do I have to, do they have to scroll for them to contact? It's all those different areas. Is my page mm. speed too slow? Like that all yes. impacts keyword rankings, but then you're not doing anything to change it. It's kind of mm. like, mm. yeah. And at the end, first page present for some keywords, some way we do it as well as we actually open up the floodgates for other search terms. So you can eventually rank for all these different keywords that you never thought relevant. Cause some people mm. think they're doing great when they can rank number one for the brand name. And it's kind of like, mm, that's not the purpose of SEO. You want to connect your audience to your problems mm. on Google for the problems that you solve when you haven't even thought about them. That's, mm. that is how SEO works and it takes time yeah. to do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. Love it. Yeah, I think that, as you said, that's a, a flat out lie. Anyone promising you to uh, yeah. get page one. So clients out yeah. there, I mean, if, if you're offering that, that's a, not, not the way to do business but yeah it, it, i think it's an important thing to understand that that is your clients potentially are seeing that they've probably been proposed that by other agencies yeah. so have so being able to have that 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 conversation say well yes that's mm -hmm. that is a line this is how it actually works yeah. and this is how we're going to do it this is what the engagement looks like or um, or the, the, the spam emails that everybody gets it's like oh i see your website's not ranking well <laughs> i can get your first page presence and it's like it's a company in um overseas that obviously it's a robot but then you get these mm. emails like especially with the new clients whereas the old clients are already educated like yeah, yeah. scam 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 <laughs> yeah. you know so interesting. yeah yeah no i love that balance of education because 
most cli- most clients out there or most business owners they this isn't you know, the black box of digital marketing is not what they tradies they're electricians yeah. they're they're business owners they're financial specialists they're not marketers so yeah. this stuff is confusing and they can be taken for a ride um 100%. So lovely yeah. baking that 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 educational component is to actually elevate the 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 education level of of businesses and clients out there in the world agree, super important agree. agree yeah amazing thank you so much um i know we we tried to book this a, a while ago so I'm, I'm super glad that you we finally got you booked in um if people okay. want to come and find out more about you connect with you hmm. uh, learn all about search and all that good stuff where are some of the best places well i'm all over social media anyway so (laughs) um but i have my own instagram page sanya the search queen and then i have my agency page the marketing republic but connect with me on linkedin as well like so like the if you want to drop the link as well for everyone it's just so so that would be great um but yeah the marketing Republic is my agency um and yeah come say hi and yeah love to hear what their business is about and connect and so i can support their businesses as well and watch their grow yeah awesome and you have a great email newsletter that goes out as well you're very active on the, the oh, email so connect them. up on there i know you're Thank doing a lot you. of yeah you always <laughs> got interesting content and doing lots of sort of lives and events and, and that sort of stuff as well so yeah, yeah lots of good educational insights coming through on there too, yeah and also if anybody um anybody wants to um avail of some of my free training i have um, some free training if you wanted to give it to your audience and we basically um, they can just share like tap into that training and it's like a 45 minute training and then it takes them through the education of SEO and Google Ads and all that so that might actually anybody that wants to listen to that awesome awesome yeah. we'll grab that Great. link and we'll drop that okay. with all the other links in the show notes so the folks at home can click on those and connect with you yeah do some training find out all about you yeah. Um, thank you again. Thank you so much for dropping by. It's been super insightful. Really, 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 really um, important stuff for for agencies, either agencies that are starting, agencies that are wondering how they can engage better with clients. So there's some really, really key insights um, in what you've chatted about today. So, so yeah, thank you. Thank for, you uh, very being, much for your kind words. Being honest about your business and sharing with <laughs> us today. It's been really good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thanks for um being you as well we've known each other for a while so you're awesome as well so thank you (laughs) shucks (laughs) appreciate you appreciate you dropping by thanks everyone for watching at home i know it's been super insightful this one's probably worth watching again taking some notes because really 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 key stuff to building those long-term sustainable client engagements thanks for watching thanks sony for being here catch you on the next one